Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. episode of the TQR podcast this time we're talking Rutgers hoops latest win over Wisconsin road win um absolutely you know a monumental win for Rutgers from the program first ever win at Wisconsin uh 63 65 um you know, a win in Madison is obviously never hard never easy to come by uh, nonetheless Rutgers was, was able to get that key road win that you know I'm sure the NCAA committee will you know look at that closely um Craig man what do you see from the game yeah, honestly, this was a this is a great game for Rutgers. This was about as good of a 40 minute road game as I can remember mm-hmm. with Rutgers against against a really good Wisconsin team. I mean, Wisconsin's no joke going to winning at Wisconsin's no joke. This was their first ever win in Madison. This was, I know they were 0 five coming into this one. Mm-hmm. So uh, good to get that under their belt. And really, I mean, Ron Harper Jr. leading the way with 21.6 rebounds. Paul had 18, five and five. Geo had 16 points mm-hmm. and was I just saw was named the Big Ten Cult Player of the Week. So yep. congrats to him. Props to him for that one. I mean, I see that they decided to do Cult Player of the Week this week when they could have, you know, given it to <laughs> Paul not too long ago. But hey, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, props to Geo. Uh, Cliff almost had Cliff almost had a double double. He had 10 points, eight rebounds. Just really a great game for Rutgers. I mean, this this like I said, this is just about as complete of a 40 minutes of a road game as I can remember in some time against a really quality opponent. And and credit, even though he didn't show up that much in the statute, big time props to Caleb McConnell for shutting down uh, Johnny Davis. Johnny Davis, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, is like a midseason All-American. That dude is that he's really he's re- a really good player. And to hold him to just he only scored 11. And I remember there was a point I thought to say in this like in the, there was a point where he only had like five points in the second half. And then mm-hmm. he kind of. He kind of went off for, for like basically like six straight points to give himself that 11. But Caleb McConnell did a great job shutting him down and really, really helping Rutgers get this big win. And what what a turnaround, man. I, and I'll let you I'll let you start it off because I don't think as as positive as a Rutgers fan can be. I don't know if they even expected this kind of turnaround. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, well, I'll touch on the game first. I mean, I'll go back yeah. to Caleb Caleb first off. I mean, you know, obviously he only had a couple points, he only had four points and made two tough shots. Uh, but six deals. I mean, I think he had six deals. Uh, I want to say six deals. Yeah, six mm-hmm. deals. I mean, he's had at least four in the last like three, four games. I mean, he's been he's been absolutely tremendous. Um, uh, I think he has he has he's thirteenth all time in Rutgers history in steals. Hmm. Um, I know a lot of the guys. You know, Paul Paul McKay and Ron Harper Jr. After the game, uh, even you know they were they were both talking about how you know he's the you know should be the Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year. Um, I know, you know, you know, stats doesn't have to, you know, you know, stats aren't the only, you know, thing on the only factors for, you know, for the big time player of the year. But I did look up Daryl Morcell's numbers from from last year and Caleb is averaging more more steals per game in less minutes, I want to say. So, I mean, that's that's something right there to keep to keep an eye on. I mean, he's he he changed the games defensively. You know, he he wants to guard the best player. You know, he took Giant Davis and, and held him down. I mean, maybe it was a season low. I'm not I'm not sure. I didn't I didn't check that part, but mm-hmm. you know, Caleb came up with 
with with key steals. I mean, he had mm-hmm. he was diving all all over the place, and you know that that's just kind of the player he is. That this is what he does. Um, going going back to Geo, like you said, co Big Ten Player of the Year. Uh, you know, of course, of course, with Rutgers too, which it, 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 it's always co 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 player of the week or something, whatever. So yeah, <laughs> uh, but but you know, he's actually I I saw a note I got a note with an email that um, he's the first he joins Eddie Jordan as only player in program history to have over fifteen uh, one thousand five hundred fifty points, four hundred fifty assists, three hundred fifty rebounds, and one hundred fifty steals. I mean. To, to be in that category, but only with Eddie Jordan at Rutgers. And I mean, you must be doing something right there. Yeah, right. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, as long, as long as, you know, as long as you mentioned with Eddie Jordan and it doesn't have anything to do, it doesn't have anything to do with coaching. I mean, <laughs> I mean yeah, that's a good uh, point. kind of a low blow there. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, nah, it makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just, just, you know, Eddie Jordan was obviously one of the greats in the program. So, you know, Geo Baker's name is, is, is right up there with that now. So. Yep. I mean, yeah, Ron, I think Rutgers now is seven seven and oh this season when Ron Harper Jr. scores over over twenty points. Yep. Um and they've they've been shooting the ball really well. I know you asked Coach Pico about that last uh, last home game. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean the one narrative about, about Rutgers has always has always been, you know, they can win on the road, you know, at Jersey Mike's Arena. I mean, we're not home at Jersey Mike's Arena, but they can't get that they can't get that, you know. Tough road to win, and and this is this is a, a monumental win on the road. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like this, their net right now is at eighty one. I mean, it was, you know, mid mid hunt. I mean, you know, hundred thirteen, maybe like two weeks ago. I mean, yeah, it was one hundred four before the Michigan State win. Yeah, so I mean, this team was destined really for the NIT like a week a week and a half ago, and mm. now they're. I mean, I don't know if they're on the NCAA bubble yet, but they're definitely you know one of the teams that's that's intriguing at, at, at this point. Yeah, I mean. Talking about the bubble with like it's kind of it's almost kind of a little pointless to be talking about the bubble with so much. Sure. There's yeah. still so much time to yeah. go. But the fact I think even if like I know I kind of think I could see them on the bubble. You know, I saw first four out. I've seen you know different things like that. Mm-hmm. But to me, the fact that Rutgers is even in this conversation yeah. right now is a testament to just how big of a turnaround they've had. Cause yeah. this team after that Northwestern thing, I mean, you and me were talking about it. They looked like they were done. They were dead. We weren't even sure they're going to make the NIT. And now it feels like, you know, not that much, not that much later. We're talking about there's, there's a heartbeat here to the, to this, uh, to yeah. them. So it's just, it's just really just the fact that Rutgers is even in the conversation for first four out right now, I think is, uh, is a, is just, very impressive yeah. and i mean you can look at it you can look at it this way i mean there's still plenty of time left to try and stack i mean it's obviously we'll get into this probably more when we look ahead mm-hmm. but i mean there's still opportunities here to stack some more wins bolster that resume and like i i think they would make it if they be it if they are able to knock off you know if they if they get in this month you know who knows i mean like yeah. we didn't expect it like we didn't expect them to get this far so who who knows what to expect anymore, right? Yeah, I actually actually wrote it up this morning. I put a post this morning. Um, that I mean, and and you mentioned it too the second half against North, against second half against Northwestern. You know, they kind of woke up. I mean, they kind of snapped their finger. You know, they they were scoring. They played defense, and ever since then, they've been playing extremely well. Um, you know, they had losses to Minnesota. They almost lost to Nebraska. They lost to that. They ended up losing that Northwestern game that 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 you mentioned. Um, yeah, this team looked dead, and then. And then we start talking about how you know all the ranked teams they were they were playing up next, and how 
much of a daunting task that was. But instead of instead of looking at that, it's like, oh man, we're gonna lose. You know, they've capitalized on opportunities, and like we said, there's still opportunities left. So, I mean, obviously, yeah, Rutgers had a tremendous turnaround. They kind of they're they're kind of playing up to their potential. I mean, we, we kind of talked about in the past too about how they kind of play play down to the competition. You know, maybe at times. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, they see, you know, Michigan State on the other side, you know, you know, Wisconsin or Ohio State, stuff like that. I mean, maybe, you know, turn turns up in another level. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously they still have work to do, but, you know, to get where they are right now, um, even, you know, from where they were at the beginning of the season and even just a couple of weeks ago, um, it's definitely a big, a big turnaround. And I feel like we were talking about it as we were watching the at the not the last game, the game before mm-hmm. when we were sitting, when we were sitting next to each other, we we're like, yeah. this offense looks so different. Like mm-hmm. it's honestly, they feel, it feels like they're driving a lot more. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, towards the end there with geo, like most of the time I felt like geo would just, you know, kind of stay maybe at the three point line, end up taking a jump shot that may or may not go in. Mm-hmm. But instead he decided to drive, which is mm-hmm. something I feel like they're doing a lot more. Geo drives down, gets fouled, sinks to two free throws and Rutgers wins. So I feel like Rutgers is definitely, I feel like Rutgers has tr- kind of transformed its offense kind of along the way here they're definitely i feel like they're driving more creating more space and it's it's just that's why and i think that's why they've been a lot more efficient in these last few games it's just it's very it's re- really impressive to see that kind of it's a credit steve peichel too because to ch- to kind of transform your offense on the fly like that is not easy and to do it and be efficient against the best teams in the league is just is really impressive yeah and, and a couple of things about about this stretch also is you know, in the past, you you saw Rutgers, especially on the road, get out get out to really poor starts and put themselves in a hole. Uh, the last couple of games, they've been starting fast. They were up, they were up by a good amount early against Wisconsin. Helped it helped them kind of settle into the game instead of trying to always always come back and use, use all the energy. Um, and then and then they also finished games. I mean, early in the season, um, they lost close games to 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 UMass when they're up by by thirteen. They lost to DePaul by two points, and Lafayette by two points. Um, they struggled against, you know, a couple other teams early on. And now the past couple of games, you know, they've been finishing games strong. I mean, you know, uh, second half against Michigan State was was a sight to behold. Um, they closed the game. You know, they were down eight points against Ohio State with 348 left. And, you know, the Buckeyes didn't score any points after that. Rutgers ended the game with a 10-0 run, um, which was obviously uh, an impressive, you know, thing as well. And then, and then just this past Saturday, um, you know, they were up, they had, like I mentioned, they had a lead early in the first half, uh, Wisconsin, you know, they were going back and forth in the second half. Uh, there was like a good, you know, 10 minute period or so where no team led by three. Um, and then Rutgers, you know, at the end, just chipped away, chipped away. They're up by six, they're up by 10, nine. And obviously they're able to, it, it got, it did get a little dice at the end, but um, yeah, I mean, they got the win and is, you know, they, they've been starting, they've been finishing, uh, a lot better and starting games a lot better. And, uh, you know, Paul, Paul and Ron were, you know, they both talked about that the other day of, you know, how the starting five kind of came together and basically knew they had, they had to, they had to knock it off <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. basically. And, uh, yeah. what, you know, you know, and whatever the, and whatever they've done has, has worked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, now <clears throat> first time, like all of the crazy, all these crazy stats that came out of this win is, First time in program history, they beat uh, three straight ranked teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a long history. And to, to, sure. For this to be the first time ever is just 
crazy. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, the big think of how many think of how great, you know, the Big East was Mm -hmm. years ago. And it's just this is the first time it's ever happened. It's just crazy to think that five quad five quad one wins. That's crazy because it it, it was just six not too long ago because the Michigan game after Michigan blew out uh, Purdue. It was a that was considered a quad one, but then it dropped down back to a quad two. So mm-hmm. that 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 thing is kind of a ebb and flow there. But like I said, uh, the first ever road win against Wisconsin, and I saw just today they were named the uh, national team of the week by ESPN. So yeah. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a, on a limb and say that's the first time that's ever happened too. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But I mean, they're definitely getting some definitely getting some uh, recognition from you know outside of us just talking about it so sure. that's always I, a good I, I think they actually got um like a couple votes in the ap ap uh you know 25 ap top 25 i mean yeah. uh, obviously you gotta pump the brakes in that one but if Rutgers continues on um i mean you never know so yeah i think um, it's right now for them it's just all about building like continuing the momentum because they've sure. obviously exactly. they've kicked, yeah they've kicked yeah they've kick-started really a, a lot of momentum here i mean the fact I mean, like we said, a couple not too long ago, it felt like they were dead in the water. Now they're getting votes in the AP top twenty-five, even mm-hmm. if it's even if it's one. I mean, that's yeah. one more than we would have ever expected a couple of weeks ago. True. So it's just it's just crazy how fast they, how fast they've turned things around, mm-hmm. and now they really they have they kind of have the destiny in their hands here. They just keep just keep winning, keep building this momentum, and I don't think there's any way they could be left out. But still a lot, still a long ways to go here. Yeah. And then I think um, I, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna read off a couple a couple game notes real quick. Mm-hmm. So obviously, like 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 you mentioned, uh, you know, three straight wins over ranked teams for the first time. Um, you know, a, a three a three consecutive wins over ranked teams uh, in program history. Um, they had three straight wins and matchups against ranked teams for the first time since the 2001 season, where they beat uh, number 17 UConn, number 14 Syracuse, number 13 Miami in a span of seven games. Um, they have four wins over four wins over ranked Big Ten teams this season for the first time. Uh, it's the second time Rutgers has won against four ranked teams under one head coach with the Steve Peichel. Um, they also did it uh, in the 2019-20 season. Uh, we all know obviously how that end, ended up they, uh, with all the COVID stuff and everything. So um, they, you know, right now, I mean, honestly, um, I mean. I know, I know uh, another reporter had had posted, you know, maybe like like two weeks ago or so before the stretch. Um, I mean, Rutgers is kind of is, is really in the thick of the Big Ten race right now, which is, again, <laughs> something we wouldn't have said, you know, a week ago. Yeah. So, I mean, they're they're playing Illinois next. Illinois, I believe, is at the top. Uh, Rutgers is like two games or so back. I mean. If, if if Rutgers could be Illinois, man, you know. Yeah, I was I was literally I was gonna look because I know that's what we're probably gonna talk about next. Yeah. If Rutgers beats Illinois, like they're right in the thick of it with yeah. uh with a couple of games to go. That would that would just be crazy, man. That would I, just be crazy. I <laughs> so I mean, obviously Rutgers has Illinois on Wednesday now. Um at Jersey Mike Serena. Um obviously another probably you know sold out crowd in Piscata over there. Um Illinois absolutely demolished Rutgers uh in December. Uh, mm-hmm. what was I was like 80, I think 86 to 51. 86 51. I mean, it was bad, yeah, right, yeah. It, it was bad. Um, <laughs> Illinois kind of Illinois is like an, an elite team offensively and defensively, they're very hard to beat. Obviously, they're ranked number 12 now, I believe it is. Um, Kofi Coburn is one of the candidates for, for player of the year. 
Um, so, I mean, you have to stop him first and foremost. But then again, at the same time, they have shooters on the outside who, you know, if you if you if you double team if you double team Coburn, you know, he could he could pass it out and you know find the open shooter and they can knock it down. So this is again a game Rutgers is gonna have to settle in, um, have a fast start and you know and 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 defend well. If you if you could defend well and you know kind of kind of muster some points along the way, um, I think Rutgers will have a good shot. Yeah, this is going to be a this is going to be a real measuring stick game for yeah. them to see really to see how really to see how far they've come because like we said the, back in December they, that thing was just not that wasn't competitive at all no, that, was, that was that was that was that was a really bad game it was it was over early yeah yeah I mean, yeah yeah it was yeah but th- you could tell though this is not the same Rutgers for the last three games this is not the same Rutgers team mm-hmm. from December that team this team looks completely just rejuvenated com- just like a completely different team like we talked about the offense looks completely different so we'll see i mean the games at jersey mike's where rutgers always always seems to play well so this is going to be a this is real a real interesting game and if like we said if rutgers can somehow win this one they're right in the thick of things for the big 10 which is just in just insane to think about from mm-hmm. where we were a couple weeks ago so they got this game and and this would be like we said another quarter win mm-hmm. Uh, Pat, you know, I, we've said uh, for, they've never beaten three straight ranked teams, so I don't think they've ever beaten four straight ranked right. teams. <laughs> right. I but mean, it would just, yeah. yeah, it would just be this would this is going to be a, like Jersey Mike's Arena is going to be, I think, just a madhouse on mm-hmm. when on Wednesday. This is this game is going to be really interesting. Yeah, and um, you know, Rutgers is playing um with with a lot of confidence right now. Um, you know, I was I was looking at the box score real quick from 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 December. And it was very intriguing to see uh, Jaden Jones playing the most minutes in that game and scoring the most points with 10 for Rutgers. Yeah, that, that um, almost tells you how long ago it was. Exactly. I and mean, he <laughs> hasn't gotten, you know, really, really, really any minutes the last mm. couple of games. I mean, I don't think he played at all against against Wisconsin. Nah, I, I don't think so. I didn't, yeah, he really hasn't. It's a, it's a shame. See, it's kind of a shame to see, you know, but, but it is what it is. I mean, Pico mm. kind of has his kind of has a circle of trust and it just sure. doesn't seem like Jaden Jones is in that and he's just having a tough time breaking through, but sure. you know, hopefully one day we will get to see the type of player that we all kind of expected to see mm-hmm. when, uh, when they recruited him. Yeah. And it, uh, speak, speaking of the young guys, um, it was, it was good to see Jalen Miller back. I know um, at mm-hmm. the end of the end of the game, a couple and uh, end of the Michigan state game here, he tweaked his ankle. Yeah, uh, I believe. And uh, obviously he got some playing time against Wisconsin. So good to see him back. Another another feisty defender that Rutgers can use in the in the in the backcourt. So, um, yeah, I mean, obviously, like you said, man, Rutgers has or Steve Pico has his rotation. He has a circle of trust. And I know what that's a good that's a good that's a good, uh, you know, little little name for a circle of trust. Yeah. There. <laughs> because they don't play a lot of guys really this season like they normally have. So yeah, I feel like it always starts out like when the season starts, it's always big. It's like okay, here's here's everybody gets their chance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It starts out with like ten or whatever the number is, and then as the season progresses along, then it boils down to like you know the same kind of six, seven, eight guys mm-hmm. who you yeah. see. And Jaden Jones just doesn't. I mean, Jaden Jones was in the garbage time of that Michigan State game. Like right. to be honest, I never thought of Jaden Jones as like a garbage, like a garbage time player. Like mm-hmm. I figured, you know, if you need offense, like you, if you need offense, you put him in, but to see him to kind of go with that squad is, I don't know. I, it's just not, just not what I expected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He hasn't gotten more than five minutes since 
uh, January 1st against Central Connecticut State. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, Rutgers has the starting five, Geo, Paul, Caleb, Ron, and Cliff. And then, you know, Mawat Mag comes in for a good amount of time. Um, who you got host? You got Andre Hyde. If he's not fouling, he'll, he'll play a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, Dean Dean Reber gets gets some run as Cliff's back up. So yeah. sometimes Oscar comes in. I'm not sure why Oscar plays, but I mean, I know and the coaching staff like him. So well, that's I mean, that's another story for another day. So yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, we'll both be there on Wednesday at George Max Arena. Uh, we'll both be in the press box. Um, yeah. So I mean, Craig, you have anything else to, about about Wisconsin game or? Anything? Nah, I would say just uh, kind of a. I would just say. Uh, you can't be, I guess, I don't want to say be cautiously optimistic, but sure. it they're there. It's a good, they're kind of in a, in a, they're in a good space right now. Yeah. Yeah. And which is something that we did not, we did, definitely did not expect them to be, you know, just a couple of four, was it four games ago now? Yep. So mm-hmm. the fact that the, so this is kind of to the, I guess the famous, the fact that Rutgers has gotten here is it's just the credit to them that they've really mm-hmm. gotten to this point. And you can be happy with, you know, the progress they've made. And there's still there's still plenty of time left. There's still work. To, there's still work to be done. Mm-hmm. So I kind of I guess just kind of enjoy the ride and see how it goes. I would say it's probably a little premature to say that Rutgers is a tournament team. If the season ended today, I do not think Rutgers would be in March Madness. Mm-hmm. But if they can pick up these uh, wins against Purdue, uh, 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 Illinois, Purdue, I know they have Michigan after that. If they mm-hmm. can pick up these some more wins. It's going to be hard to keep them out. It's going to come down. It might come down to the eye test, but it's just, you know, by the end, by the end, we'll definitely know at some point whether or not Rutgers is a tournament team or not. But I guess right now, kind of just enjoy the ride. Sure. And that that's exactly what Joe Baker said to me a couple of games ago um, at the, after the Ohio State game. He said, you know, it's all the, the, the journey is all part of the fun. I mean, you have to take it one game at a time. And uh, yeah, I mean, like I mentioned earlier, I mean, looking at this gauntlet that that Rutgers was was going on in February, um, it kind of looked impossible. Uh, but now it's just opportunity after opportunity, and they're they're cashing in on those opportunities. There's they're still a couple games left to to you know continue to dig themselves out of the hole that they did. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is the team that we kind of expected, you know, to see at, at the beginning of the season. It's one that Steve Pego said it was his best team ever. So I mean, if Rutgers if if Rutgers is playing a defense, um, it, you know I th- I think when Rutgers plays his defense, the offense looks better, the offense flows more, and every everybody's more engaged. And um, I know I know Puck always likes the grinded out games, but the offense has been playing you know well well as of late too. So mm-hmm. um, I mean, for a team like Rutgers, if you, if you could you know play well on both sides of the court, you know they're going to be extremely hard to beat. Yep. So all right, with that with that being said. Um, everybody, thank, thanks again for listening. Um, don't forget to, you know, check out the message boards, uh, like and subscribe to this podcast, the video, what have you. Uh, follow us on Twitter, and uh, we'll see you after the game on Wednesday. I'm sure we're doing. I'm sure we're doing another quick video after the game on Wednesday. Uh, win or lose. So, uh, with that being said, everybody, thanks for listening, and have a great day. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. 
Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.